0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So we are entering awards week. Awards week where we'll find out rookie of the year, manager of the year, MVP, Cy Young, all that good stuff. That's all going to be announced this week, one each day from Monday through Thursday. On Monday, it's going to be the 2022 Rookies of the Year. So what are our biggest questions for award week? Number one is the question about National League MVP. Will Paul Goldschmidt and Nolan Arenado be the rare 1-2 MVP tandem? Will they, will they finish in that order? Both these guys might have been the two best players in the National League this season. They're both NL MVP finalists, and they're both perennial contenders looking for their first award. Neither of them have ever won it, but they're both looking for their first one. And the third finalist is Manny Machado. He's, he can, you can say the same thing about him. He's looking for his first anal MVP also. So the question is, will the Cardinals split the vote, allowing Machado to swoop into second place, or will we get a all St. Louis one, two finish? But either way, all three of these guys had very similar seasons. They were nearly identical value by wins above replacement. They all finished around seven war as the top three players in the national league, but for Goldschmidt and Arenado, These guys, you know, for them to be the top two in the MVP race, that would mean they would join a very short list of teammates to finish the one, two in the voting. Only six under other tandems have done this. Jeff Kent and Barry Bonds did it in 2000. Bobby Bonds and, I'm sorry, Barry Bonds and Bobby Bonilla did it with the Pirates in 1990. Kevin Mitchell and Will Clark for the 1989 Giants. Cal Ripken Jr. and Eddie Murray for the 83 Orioles. Joe Morgan and George Foster for the 76 Reds and Vida Blue and Sal Bando for the 71As. Next question. I don't think this is much of a question, honestly. Um, but we're just going to say it is, can Justin Verlander join the three Cy Young club? Spoiler alert. The answer is yes. He's going to win it. Verlander had an incredible season. He was coming off Tommy John surgery at 39 years old. You know, when you just say that sentence right there, you assume it's going to be a bit of a disaster for most pitchers. That would be the case but Justin Verlander is not like most pitchers. He won the MLB ERA title, made his ninth all-star team, and led the Astros to a second World Series championship. Also picked up his first World Series win along the way. So there's one accolade left to add, which he's going to add his third career Cy Young. He won it with the Tigers in 2011 and with the Astros in 2019. And we're going to see him do it again this year in 2022. The next question is, who... Is the National League Rookie of the Year? This is one or that it's not, it's not clear at this time. It's either going to be Spencer Strider or Michael Harris. The third finalist is Brendan Donovan of the St. Louis Cardinals. We, we know who the AL Rookie of the Year is going to be. It's going to be Julio Rodriguez, but in the National League, it's almost a coin flip at this point. I mean, I really think it is. You, you'll find just as many people saying Michael Harris as you will Spencer Strider. Michael Harris, I mean, with him. You're getting a spark plug center fielder with Spencer Strider. You're getting a overpowering pitcher. Both these guys were so good for the Braves this season. Harris hit 297 with 19 homers and 20 steals and played terrific outfield defense. And Spencer Strider went 11-5 and with a 2.67 ERA and 202 strikeouts in 131 innings. He's the first rookie pitcher with 200 strikeouts since Hugh Darvish in 2012. So which one should be rookie of the year? I mean, to give you as an actual answer, I think it should be Michael Harris. I think it should be Michael Harris because Michael Harris plays every day. That's, that's really the only edge I'm going to give him. I mean, he played 114 games because he didn't get called up until late May and he still ended up putting up these big counting stats. He almost went 20-20 and you didn't, I mean, if he had played a full season, he easily would have. Uh, as for Spencer Strider, I mean, you can make a strong case for him as well, but I think Strider had a couple rough starts at the very end there, which is going to, you know, maybe sour things a little bit in voters' minds if they don't look at the full picture. But honestly, I don't, I don't know. Cause Strider was coming out of the bullpen for some time to begin the year. And then he, st- he became a starter at the end of the year. That was when he really hit his stride. <laughs> no pun intended, but I mean, both these guys are phenomenal. Give it to Strider. I mean, I've I've made videos talking about how Strider should win it, so I I really don't know. But I think Michael Harris will will slightly edge him out here. And last but not least, can Buck Showalter make history as a four-team manager of the year? So he has won manager of the year with three different teams. He did it with the Yankees in 1994, the Rangers in 2004, and with the Orioles in 2014. If he wins it this year... He'll join Bobby Cox and Tony La Russa as the only managers to win it four times. And he would also join the group of managers to win it in both leagues. But he would be the only manager to ever do it with four different teams. And he would be doing it with four different teams in four different decades. So we'll see. Now, Buck Showalter took that Mets job and guided them to a 100 win, 101-win season in his first year. And it's also their first postseason berth since 2016. So he has a very strong chance of doing this. That would be a very unique feat. So we'll see as things play out this week. But that is what we have in store for us. Of course, we'll have full coverage here. If you enjoyed this, please share with someone who'd be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.